1: Washington Football Team Nation, what is going on? We're here, Tate and Todd, back at it. Press conference week. Um, I loved it. Todd, how you feeling?
2: I'm feeling good. I loved it too, man. Uh, it was a nice break from the general manager press conferences that we had become accustomed to the previous General manager, I, w- I would have loved for someone to have asked Martin Mayhew, how would you describe the culture in the organization? <laughs> see his response compared to Bruce Allen's from a couple years ago. <laughs> but I thought it was, uh, I thought it was uh, like as much, you know, as much as you can take away from a press conference like that, where, you know, a lot of the answers are going to be kind of generic, you know, kind of predictable. There's only so much you can say. Uh, I had a couple takeaways and i'm gonna give them to you uh, right after i say that this episode is brought to you by hot chicken kitchen in woodbridge virginia go have their chicken uh sandwich their natural style chicken sandwich it's phenomenal forget about popeyes don't forget about chick-fil-a but absolutely go to hot chicken kitchen and you can compare i think it's fantastic so as always it's brought to you by them uh my quick takeaways tay and then i'll and then i'll let you go ahead uh First one, I just I felt like they were very much in sync that it just really seemed like three guys who are just like, uh, what's the word I was about to say? I, whatever word I was about to say was probably wrong, so I'm not going to say it. I'll, I'll keep it simple. <laughs> who are just ingrained in football, whose lives are football, who know football from the coaching field, player side, from the operation, from the front office side, who have come to work together to build a team. That's one of the first things, and we're used to guys being brought in and and, and and someone bringing someone in above someone or below someone and forcing someone to work with someone and just, you know, not having that cohesion. But it seems like what you've got is three guys here who can, who want to, who do and will enjoy working together and who have the experience. And then the second thing I took away was that in regards to quarterback, that if they feel that their guy – or let me say it again – if they feel about one of these guys, whether a veteran, whether a rookie, is their guy, then they won't hesitate to be aggressive. If they're not sure, then they're not going to just go for it and see what happens. But if they are sure, they'll be aggressive, and and I like that. Those are my takeaways, Tay. What are yours?
1: Yeah, I think I have a couple as well. Uh, first things first, I just love the way that Ron, his composure throughout the whole <laughs> – it was the like old. he was
2: the like the boss man. Yeah,
1: like he's just like he knew like he knew they were so in sync that you could just tell that he was comfortable with them answering every like he wasn't looking up, he was just looking at you know, and yep. if he needed to butt in, he butted in, you know. But right. they were all literally every question they answered was in sync, like you said. And I just yep. love the fact that Ron can finally focus on the things that he needs to focus on as far as... Look, we went seven and nine with him going through all that he went through and being essentially the GM and making all these personnel decisions, and we still went seven and nine. Imagine what's going to happen when when you have two guys that he trusts. You see? That's that's the big thing. Two guys that he trusts. And I go into this Kyle Smith situation because I wonder if it would have been forced for Kyle Smith to say some of these things like Mayhew and, and Herney were able to respond. Mm, Um, you know, these were tough questions and it's so easy to give your hand and show your hand that, you know, I, you have to wonder about those things, but I think they did a great job of of keeping their hand uh, close to the vest. And, um, (laughs) it's, it's, it's gonna be exciting. So I love I love the composer of Ron and just the fact that he feels comfortable and that- and that's what I want for him, you know, right. to lead this franchise. I want him to love be comfortable. comfortable and he seems like he picked the two guys that he wanted. Yep. Secondly, I noticed one thing I love, just something small, but I just love how um Marty Herney was his just his demeanor. He has the glasses <laughs> hanging from the his uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the glasses <laughs> hanging from from his uh sweater. He's just like a football guy, man. Like he's just right. here. To, you know let, let's arms time.
2: crossed he looks over the top of his glasses yeah, probably right. <laughs> when he's when he's watching stuff
1: <laughs> like he just means business man I, I, i'm starting to like that higher and then i like the um i like the way that they threw in eric stokes in the beginning right uh, that's gonna be a name to watch here in the future i think it, I, he, it is i think he's one of those guys where you look back and say man he may be um training under training under these two men So uh, John
2: Kime said that exact thing where Marty Herney is 65 and he was saying, you know, he doesn't know how long he'll be here, like in the organization, uh, but that he could see Eric Stokes learning under him and then taking over his position. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point.
1: You see, and and if that happens, that's too good. I mean, talking about diversity, man, can you imagine um,
2: Would we get a third-round pick if we promote him within our own organization? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: the uh, interesting thing is I think I think Herney is – I'm starting to like that hire a lot. Um, I just love the fact that they're on the same page. And the last thing, like you said, the mention about the, the quarterback, is it kind of seems as if Ron knows situations around the league and that he's noticed that if you put a quarterback in a bad situation, it's going to be hard for them to thrive. And although, although you'll find a guy that can, you know, yeah. occasionally that's out of this world, like Lawrence is going to thrive. Cause he's, I mean, he's really, really great, but it all, the supporting cast matters. And uh, it was just interesting for him to say that. And like you said, they made, they uh, made a couple of mentions of if this is the guy that fits the character, that fits the build, but, Pretty much, they're going to go get him. So yeah, I, I was. I was and clearly left.
2: Matthew Stafford. checked that box for them. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, it's like at these press conferences, whether it's a coach, whether it's front office, like they can only say so much, right? Like they're. It's kind of funny to me, and I guess it's just certain people's jobs, but to ask a certain question, seeking a specific answer, knowing yeah. already what the answer will be, you know, like actually dropping a name about any yeah. play well, would you consider trading for Deshaun Watson? It's like, I mean, you know what they're gonna say. We're reviewing everything, you know. Uh, and I, but I really do believe that they are. Like, I really believe that they are reviewing every possibility. But they they have a they have a plan. Also, they're not, you know, uh, just you know, uh, what's what, what's the word? Uh, they're not like they have a plan in place. I think that they are acting on. They are not just figuring it out as they go along. Uh, but yeah, Herney said, you know, he said we've got a lot of work to do at quarterback. So even if they don't settle it this offseason, you know, next offseason, they'll be going into it again, trying to settle it. Uh, I don't think it'll be over until they really feel settled at that position. The last they're going to re- get the
1: guy, whoever it is, right. it's, it's going to be the franchise quarterback. Whoever they get, I really like, yeah. especially looking into the draft, if we do get a field or we get anybody in the draft, especially if it involves them trading up. I really believe they're all going to be a hundred percent yeah and the I,
2: that's the exact opposite of what happened the last at least two times yeah. a quarterback was drafted in the first round here because yeah. I, and I do agree if they if they do trade up for someone or if they take a mac Jones or whatever it may be that they will all be you know in agreement enough to say all right well we feel good together about this to do this because I feel, you know, if if Ron and Martin are sitting here saying this is what we want to do, but Marty or, or just take one of the three and he's like, I really don't think we should do this. Then, you know, that's a conversation they're going to have. Like every yeah. voice will matter. Ron said that. And, and I believe that he he means that. So I believe that any big move or big decision that they make that involves giving up assets, uh, that they're going to be, you know, on one accord. Yeah. Uh, One thing that stuck out on the other end of the Kyle Smith. End. And like we've said, Kyle Smith was not going to be promoted GM here. He wasn't going to be promoted to GM anywhere this yeah. year. Uh, but, but Ron said, quote, when asked specifically about Kyle, he said, Kyle was a part of things that happened here in the past. So it was time for a new start. To me, that sounds like Kyle is not a part of the problem. Kyle wasn't necessarily a part of the problem, but he was here while the problems existed. And we are just trying to move past that as much as possible, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to certain people that were in leadership positions.
1: Right. He left it very vague and open.
2: Right. And I I don't think he was accusing – he wasn't accusing of him anything. Right. But he was saying he had been a part of the previous culture, and Mm -hmm. they're trying to get rid of that culture.
1: Right. So,
2: I mean, look, none of us know Kyle Smith as a person. By all accounts, he sounds like a great evaluator. Uh, It's been – John Kai made it very clear that there was no issue between Mm -hmm. Ron and Kyle. I think it was more so just, I mean, look, Tate, if, if you or I got hired to run the organization, one of the first things we'd probably do is hire each other right? and then hire other people too, but we would hire people we trust in some capacity to be around us. And then, you know, it's, it's just the way it goes. So yeah, but good luck to Kyle Smith where, you know, where he goes next. There was one other thing that stuck out to me and um, I, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head and I can't. Sheriff, I think that they're going to work hard to re-sign him. Yeah. I think that they are, unless if he's, you know, asking for something ridiculous. But I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that'll be done before uh, March seventeenth, which is when the new league year should be starting. I, right. I, I, I think Sheriff's back. Um, for uh, what
1: price? I don't know. I, I think I they're think going no to try. No less start than down.
2: You think? You think they're going to try to talk him down?
1: I think, and I think he will.
2: You think so? I I mean, maybe Mark, maybe like 14, 14 and a half. I don't know. I it's, I hope so. I hope so. As a, it's kind of interesting as a player. I mean, like I get, I completely get getting your money while you can. And then it's also interesting of like $2 million is a lot, but yeah. then you talk about 13 to 15. It's, you yeah. know, it's, I'm sure Brandon Sheriff, though, for him, he's he's never spent all the money he makes in his exactly. career. His life is not gonna change. He's not gonna I pull up in a Lamborghini. <laughs> he's, he's gonna not. drive what he drives now. <laughs> exactly. And he's probably made he'll have made like 20 million. He was the fifth overall pick, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um the but I like...
2: yeah. Oh, that's right. No, he's made like 35 million or 35, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I think Sheriff is he's he's a good for the culture. I just hope he stays healthy. Yeah. Um They they talked about okay a couple times it was asked about how do you find the balance between quote unquote mortgaging the future uh, while also bringing a guy in who can like really be helpful to you and I mean that's really the the debate right you know you talk about Deshaun Watson who you know I don't see happening here but what it would (coughs) cost to get him but then if you look at even trading up in the draft and I mean I I think to get a Fields or whichever one or two of the guys that happen to slide. And when I say slide, I mean, to the fifth pick or a little later, like five, seven, eight, that's what I mean by slide. You know, you're, you're looking at probably giving up a one, a two, three, something like that. Um, and they kind of, I mean, like they can only say so much still, but they basically just said, yeah, you have to find the balance. But again, if they feel really good about a guy, then they feel like he's worth those picks. Um, And one thing to me that I, you know, when you look at draft picks, it's always great to have more. Like, when you have more, it's never a a reason to complain. It's never a problem. The more chances you have, the more chances you have to hit. But the reality is we know that most draft picks probably are not going to become, like, the players that you need them to be, right? I mean, let's say, hypothetically, if for Deshaun Watson you traded away six picks, do you do you think all six, if if they kept those six picks and drafted a guy at all six picks how many of them are actually going to become the player that you need them to be how many of them are going to you know be on the team long term how many of them are going to be bust how many of them are, are just just going to you know leave when their contract is up like a Ryan Anderson you know yeah and, and that's why that argument doesn't it doesn't bother me like the idea of giving away picks just because it's just so you know up and down you never know so it's, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I just know that if they feel good about a guy, they're going to be aggressive to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about free agent wide receivers today, because as much as there is to talk about with quarterback, there's other things to talk about. So we're going to try to do that. Uh, wide receiver being one of the biggest needs. Having said that before that, real quick, Tay, uh, Derek Carr's name has finally popped up. Right. I think he will be traded. Uh, how do you feel about Derek Carr?
1: Uh, I was actually just watching some YouTube videos on him uh, not too long ago, and um, you know, I I, I I like his game, mm. but as far as future, you know, I have to question because um, I mean, is he your guy is he your stopgap? I mean, he's two years left on his deal, about at about twenty one million, right? Um, so it's a feasible contract where you can still build. Um, and also kind of draft a guy, maybe, if not now, then next year. Yeah. Gives you kind of that bridge just to kind of see. Um, I would not be opposed to him. I, I like him. I like him. I like his game. He's a good, uh,
2: he's a good leader, too. He's he's like great a great leader. You know, I like his swag. So you're fine with him at what price, though?
1: I've seen something that said two ones. Yeah, that's uh,
2: – I don't think that's happening.
1: Right, I mean, there's no I way. went for one and a three. Yeah, well, like number
2: one. But that, like that, there's no way that they were getting two ones if, if, if there wasn't a a contract like the Rams paid more than what anyone mm-hmm. else would have. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's what it seems like.
1: Yeah, I would say a one and a three.
2: Yeah, like which is what they offered for Stafford.
1: Right, I wouldn't go above that.
2: Yeah, uh, and I mean. He's three years younger than Stafford. He's, I mean, he had a great year last year. I think he's, I think he's underrated at NFL circles. I think he's at worst a top 15 quarterback. I think he's capable of playing at a top 10 level. I think Mm -hmm. he's the type of guy like having talent around you makes every quarterback better. But I think there's some guys where if you have the perfect combination of them plus talent, it's like explosive. Mm -hmm. And I think he has potential to be actually very, very good. If he had some really, really good talent around him too
1: um my my thing is as far as I guess analytics go how many quarterbacks have won that weren't drafted from the same team that drafted them if that makes sense
2: I mean that's a fair question Drew Brees comes to mind uh technically Eli Manning but that's kind of a technicality you know we're not going to count that one um I guess lately you could say Ryan Tannehill, you know, and how he's performed with the Titans. If you want to look at, I mean, like championships, like Champ- oh, like won a championship. Yeah,
1: or... besides Breeze.
2: one. Juan... I mean, I can name you guys who have who have been there and have contended, but one or who have played well. One is a tough one,
1: and that's why. And that's why I, I kind of you know get, uh-huh. I got that in the back. Like I don't want to just make it to the playoffs. You know, I'm, right. i right. Wanna... No, I agree. I want a guy that you like oh that's a Super Bowl quarterback.
2: I yeah. no, I agree. I mean if you look back at just at the recent Super Bowl winners I mean Nick Foles was back with the Eagles but they had drafted him. Yeah. Uh obviously Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, uh Russell Wilson, you know. You know Joe yeah, Flacco, uh Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger,
1: You see what I'm saying? Like, so that's why the crazy
2: thing is, like, Kurt Warner went, you know, he took him there. Carson Palmer played very well. Like, but you're making a good point, though. I mean, but I just wonder if that's like circumstance or is it that's interesting,
1: you know? And and that's why I'm like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) it, it, I look, you're not going to have to convince me that finding your own homegrown guy is the best (laughs) route because I 100% agree with you on that. I, I, I do question if Derek Carr has that. Like, there's a part of me that thinks he does, but, like, I mean, either way, you have to have a really good team around him.
1: See, I, th- I think Stafford is a is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I, I just, I believe that.
2: You do? Okay. It, you know, the funny thing is, people will argue with you, not not try to say Carr is, is better, necessarily, but say that he is, should be, at least be on Stafford's lever- level. And, I mean, I, you know, I'd have to really sit down and watch them both. I like Carr, but I don't, I, I like Carr and I like Stafford. I feel like Stafford is is better, even if it's not by a lot. But maybe that's not the case. I honestly, maybe it was. Maybe it's not now. I'm Maybe they are pretty similar. Uh, now, one thing about Carr is you mentioned the contract, and then we'll go to the wide receivers. And and you would be, you know, this year you probably be good twenty million. Next year twenty million. If he plays well for you, you're paying him.
1: Number one quarterback.
2: No, he's going to be number one till someone else's. He okay. was uh, back in twenty. Uh, something 20 something he was drafted in 14 so maybe 16 something like that Uh, for a few days at least so if he plays really well for you next year you're probably giving him a four-year like 180 million dollar mm-hmm. contract mm-hmm. but you're gonna do that at some point whenever you find your quarterback so that's not my
1: I'm not so, so how, how true are the rumors that's what I want I see something like a three-team trade is that is that smoke? someone is mentioned
2: that- a three-team trade I think that the, the Three-team trade, I think, is is just people talking. Okay. So Him being traded, I think, is, is real. Now, the last thing I'll say is if Deshaun Watson were traded, the Raiders would make a lot of sense, mm-hmm. right? Because you give them Derek Carr, so you give them a quarterback who can play well for them, uh, who's cheap right now. You give them their first-round pick, plus probably next year's first-round pick, you know, plus some other things. I just feel like if Watson's traded, the Texans are going to make it a priority to get some kind of quarterback back right. immediately or a pick where they can draft a guy. That's mm-hmm. the main reason I may see it being hard for Washington is because they don't have a quarterback. They can give them to sell something to fans and mm-hmm. to the team. And they don't have a pick to give them to, to do that either. So the Raiders uh, given Carr for an exchange for Watson and plus some picks would actually make a lot of sense to me. Right. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked by that one. But I hope not. Um, and and like I said, if he doesn't come to Washington, then if he goes to like Carolina, or a or a team that like the Jets or just another quarterback needy team to take one yeah. off the list, I think that'd be ideal.
1: Right.
2: But I would like Car. I think I think Car could be uh, could be really good.
1: Yeah.
2: If you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go to
0: Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. They are a minority-owned, veteran-owned small business, and they've brought Nashville-style hot chicken to the D.C. area. Their chicken sandwich is one of the best you'll ever have, and you can't get it anywhere else. Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Look them up. Try it out. You won't regret it.
2: Okay, we can uh, we can talk some, <laughs> some something other than quarterback now. Let's look at wide receiver. Uh, I think Washington, not I think, I think they're absolutely going to be players. It's just, it just depends on what level the wide receiver market, right? Mm-hmm. Are they going to go for the big name guys? Or are they going to go middle of the pack? Uh, it's last year. They, they went all budget except for Amari Mark Cooper who they shot big time on. Right? right. Right. Why, why wouldn't they do that again? In your opinion, shoot for a big name, wide receiver. Oh. Like what would be different this year? Because after Terry, you really don't feel great about anybody.
1: Well, I don't see anybody. I mean, what you got? Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Alan Robinson, Will Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, Cordes. I don't see anybody with the character and the talent as a Cooper. Um,
2: I would probably I'm trying to maybe think. I mean, Robinson. I would probably put a Robinson up there, but you I'm think super of the, high on Robinson? You think of the
1: age of Cooper though.
2: Cooper was, what, like 25 or something? Yeah, he was you really young.
1: Yeah. So, and, How old and was Robinson, Robinson's 28, if I'm not mistaken.
2: He is 28.
1: So, you got to factor all that in, into play. I do yeah, think they'll spin big.
2: He was 20. He was 20. Yeah, 25. Sorry, Amari yeah. Cooper. Yeah, that's young.
1: <laughs> that's young. Yeah, that's, that's like, I mean, you got him and Terry for like, man, you get him. Oh, right,
2: it. right. That's a fair point. Um, I can <laughs>
1: I don't think they'll hand out a big contract like they offered last year because of the talent. Obviously, if it's a Cooper talent, maybe, but maybe. Uh, I think they'll go two. I think they'll try to go for two guys,
2: as okay. opposed to one big guy.
1: Let okay. Let me just put it that way.
2: So we, so when we look at the wide receiver, the free agents available, and I've got a couple lists I'm working with, just to make sure I don't miss any names. Um, So if we were to split them up into tiers, first tier would probably be Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay. And of that tier, all three of them I don't think are making it to free agency. I would think – I think Kenny Galladay is going to be back with the Lions because I think Marvin Jones won't be, and I like why would they let both of them walk? Um, Godwin, I think it's possible. Albert Breer talked about – if they win the Super Bowl, or even if they lose, but maybe this idea of wanting to keep the gang together, you know, and and go for it again. So both those guys, I could see being franchise tagged and back for at least another year. Of the two, I'd bet Godwin has a bigger chance of becoming a free agent, and maybe they resign Antonio Brown, and you got Mike Evans and like fifty tight ends.
1: Yeah.
2: So basically, I mean, all those guys are getting no less than eighteen million a year, eighteen to twenty-one million a year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think there'll be players in these guys on top of that. If Washington doesn't have quarterback settled before free agency opens, I don't know if these guys will be players and wanting to come to Washington. Right. Uh, I think best case scenario, if you did manage, if you could get one of these guys on maybe a three or four year deal, and I don't know if they'd want to sign for three, that's kind of short. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't, but three or four years knowing that you would probably have to pay Terry McLaurin after next year, maybe the year after that, I don't know. It depends on how you want to play. Um, so I think Godwin Robinson and Galladay, whether by availability or a contract or where they want to go, are not happening in Washington. Mm-hmm. That's what I would bet. Do you feel you feel the same way? It seems right.
1: Yeah, I don't think unless you get a quarterback, a veteran quarterback, in there before free agency starts. I I truly don't think. I yeah. think they'll go for him, but I don't think we'll land Yeah, They'll snip.
2: Goals. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I agree. I think if you did. And like you said, if you were to get, if you had gotten a Matthew Stafford, if you were to maybe get a Derek Carr, then I think that's, you know, it's an easy sell. Allen Robinson, I think is going to go somewhere where he at least thinks they have a stable quarterback situation. Yeah. So that's tier one, Um, tier two. Now let's say Juju Smith-Schuster, Will Fuller, Marvin Jones, A.J. Green, A.J. Green is, he's a forgotten about name and he's older. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But Would you say he's about tier two? Juju, Will Fuller, Marvin Jones, AJ Green.
1: Uh, I wouldn't put I don't, um maybe switch Corey Davis with AJ Green,
2: okay? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. And that's funny because this is the top 10 list I'm looking at, and I've got another list which has everybody, but the top 10 is easier right now with the top names, and he's not listed. Corey Davis, they've got uh, T.Y. Hilton, they've got AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, Sammy Watkins, Larry Fitzgerald over over Corey Davis, but I think that's fair. Juju Smith-Schuster, Will Fuller, Marvin Jones, Corey Davis. I think this is where they'll start tapping in. Like you said, Tay, uh, I think these guys are looking at 14 to 17 million, like uh, Will Fuller, maybe like a four year, $60 million deal, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'll say on Will Fuller, I think he's, like, he's, he's a threat. He's played 53 out of 80 of the last games. And that's a concern for me. Like when you draft or sign a guy who has a known injury history, Mm -hmm. you can't be surprised when they're oft injured. Mm -hmm. And to be paying, drafting is one thing in the second, third, fourth round, but a guy who's been in the league since 2016 has missed close to half of the games. And then you'd be paying him that. I I wouldn't like, I, they do it. Okay. We'll see what happens, but he's not, a big target for me.
1: I can see him getting a one year prove it deal from someone. You think not so? at, I don't think he'll come. I don't, I don't want him here. I don't think we'll pursue him. I, I think we'll go Corey Davis. Mm, yeah. I think he'll be, a. I think he'll be on the team. I think we'll sign him.
2: Corey Davis. Uh. And he's, I think he's probably in the, because he, he, he's coming off of a big year. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of has to still prove it right. Like on a yeah. big contract. So I don't, he's not going to break the bank quote unquote, mm-hmm. I could see somewhere in the 13 to 16 range. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd be fine with that. I watched him some, and I think he's um, he is not particularly dynamic at anything, but he's solid at most things, right. you know, and I think he'd be a good number two. He's, I don't see it's him perfect. as a legit, true dominant number one, mm-hmm. but with him and Terry, I think you've got two really good outside threats
1: for sure. For sure.
2: Um, and then you look at Marvin Jones, who's older, but just consistent and reliable. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, he probably wouldn't be too expensive and he's, but, uh, but he's, he's older. He's, he's, let me see where Marvin Jones is.
1: 31.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I think he is 31, uh, 31. Yep. 31. Um, but Marvin Jones has always, he's always been, uh, he's been solid in, in Detroit with uh, with Matthew Stafford and he's good. He's, he's a great threat after the catch. And then uh, the last one was what, uh, it was Juju. Juju is the is the big question right now. I think he's absolutely the Steelers don't really pay wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Paid they paid Antonio Brown. You see how that worked out for them. Juju is a guy that lots of people won't want because he's had a couple of quote unquote down years since Antonio Brown left, and then you have the TikTok stuff with you know people hate because you know football players should always just be thinking and talking about football. Although to be fair, Juju's TikTok stuff is sometimes dumb. Like he yeah. was throwing the balls and the logo and the other teams doing videos mm-hmm. before a game. Like I could see how stuff like that can be blown out of proportion, but you got to know what's good. You know, it's going to happen when you're a football player. I think Juju is, is going to get that four sixty type of deal. Yeah. But I'm not as, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure how, how much, how I would feel about that either.
1: No, uh, as far as coming here. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I I don't he doesn't. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is I'm looking at um, Corey Davis and Juju Smith um, side by side. And for 2019 and 2020, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster had 25 explosive plays of 15 plus yards, according to PFF Pro Football Focus. Mm-hmm. And Corey Davis had 42.
2: Oh, wow. Wow.
1: So, um, average, so- the average death of target. For Juju was seven point four, and it was twelve point two for Corey Davis.
2: So I mean, you, that, you, you're huh? you, like there's you're you're seeing a, uh, in some ways more production from Corey Davis. Exactly. And one thing that I'm very curious about on, on Corey Davis as well is he's been in a in like a a really run heavy offense. Yeah. Like Tannehill passed for over four thousand yards this year. And that was the first time in a while they've had that many yards through the air as a team. Marcus Mariota was thrown for in the twos and the threes for a number of years. It was a very run oriented offense. Um, he had a big second year, a down third, and then now a big fourth. And, you know, I'm sure that having a, what's the, what's his name opposite Corey Davis.
1: Terry. Oh, AJ Brown,
2: AJ Brown. Yes. I knew, was, I knew it was an a in Brown, AJ Brown helps. So I'd like to see, uh Corey Davis in a more in a in an offense that is more pass oriented. Because mm-hmm. I, I think he could be more of a threat. He could right. be a a 70 catch, thousand yard guy in my opinion.
1: Oh, yeah. um, Good. Right, I
2: mean, right. He's got size. He's got solid speed. He's he's physical, he's solid after the catch. He'll have an occasional like just you know mental lapse drop every now and then but but it's not an issue. His drop uh rate was let me pull it up. It was like 3%, 3 or 4%
1: mm-hmm.
2: drop rate. So I think Corey Davis is a realistic target. You said you talked about two. So if we go down to like another tier of guys and AJ green, mainly because of age. And I, I think yeah. he wants to go somewhere where he can really try to contend mm-hmm. uh, T Y Hilton, another one who, who has been solid for years, but who's also older 32. And then, uh, Sammy Watkins to me is just when I think Sammy Watkins, I think injury, and I feel like that's fair. Like I, I don't think that that's irrational. He's, he's been oft injured. He's injured now. He might not play in the Super Bowl.
1: Right.
2: He was a top ten pick. You know, a bit underwhelming. Um, Curtis Samuel. So for one thing, to, I think that when they look at free agents, another thing, I think they're gonna look younger than mm-hmm. older. Right. Mm-hmm. I like guys like AJ Green, Ty Hilton maybe even Allen Robinson, you know, you cross off the list. I think, I think Curtis Samuel is, is going to be a Washington football team player. <laughs> I just, it just makes too much sense. He was drafted with Herney and with Rivera and with Scott Turner, maybe not, maybe not Herney. I need to double check on that. But with Rivera there with Scott Turner there, um, Scott Turner would absolutely like, he, he fits in with that, that, like that slot guy or that, Piece that you move all over the place lines up in the backfield, pre snap motion, jet sweep, end around. He had like 40 over 40 carries this past year. Um, he saw his production increase while his opportunities decreased. Right. I, I tweeted it and he had, I think it was around 200 less snaps, but had his best year statistically mm-hmm. this past year. Had guys like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore around him. Right. So Curtis Samuel to me is going to be a member of this organization. I think he is going to be a absolutely a free agent target. It just, it makes too much sense to me.
1: First day signing.
2: Yeah. I like, I I see that as a first, I see that as a tampering period signing.
1: I like him a lot, man. I, I
2: and he's know. not going to be expensive. I think probably maybe at, at most 10 million a year.
1: Yeah.
2: I think I, I three, three, thirty four forty.
1: Yeah. I hope, I hope Terry's in his ear. Oh know. yeah. And he,
2: he's Ohio state guy too. I didn't yeah. think about that. He's Ohio state guy. <laughs> He's physical.
1: I hope, I hope Terry's in his ear and he knows the offense. Man, oh, yeah, he, he
2: definitely does. He definitely so, – he, he will be what, you know, what you were hoping Stephen Sims Jr. could be, oh, what Isaiah Wright is kind of a, you know, a, a, a poor man's version of.
1: Yeah.
2: And it'll give you another piece. That's one thing uh, Scott Turner absolutely – he likes, you know, diverse skill sets. He likes guys who can do different things. And Curtis Samuel lined up in the backfield and take handoffs from under center. You know, oh, so man. he would be – he'd be a weapon here. Can you
1: imagine that? Him and Gibson under – Right. You got Gibson, me
2: kiss it, Curtis Samuel, Terry McCorn. Now, if they sign Curtis Samuel, you've added a weapon, but I still feel you do need to strengthen that wide receiver room. Oh, no, and that's why I
1: say if you can go Samuel Davis, oh, my. Right,
2: right. Samuel Davis, Samuels. maybe, Maybe that third piece – they're willing to go shorter contract, older guy, you know, like a Marvin Jones, two years, right, something right. like that, because Terry McLaurin, you know, you develop a guy. And, and draft a guy and developer, or, or right. uh, you know, maybe you're an Antonio Gandy golden. You've got a Kelvin Harmon coming back from injury. Okay. So I think that's a scenario I could see where you get a Curtis Samuel as a weapon, as a slot guy who can line up anywhere. You get a, maybe a Corey Davis you pay for, maybe like a Marvin Jones, on a cheaper deal, who's older, who can be that real veteran that you really don't have in that room, yeah. um, and then also draft a guy. And then, I mean, this year's room with Calvin Harmon, who should have been there, Antonio Gandy, Golden, Cam Sims, Steven Sims, Isaiah Wright, you know, Robert Foster, they'll really be battling for like two spots.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and I think I go ahead and draft a deep a deep shot guy in the sixth. Right, Someone that gets- right. Flat out
2: speed, just flat out, just just, just burn, oh, just, run. Just, run or, just run, just and go. Run. run, just run, don't stop running, don't, don't stop running. Just run <laughs> do not stop, just run don't as run. fast as you can. <laughs> exactly, and I mean, the you know the crazy thing is we kind of forget, like, because Terry can do everything, and Terry could kind of be that guy if there is other did. guys he around did. him, he, he just did. hasn't been able to be because, yeah. but he's he ran a four three, yeah. so I think if you come out of free agency with a, which I am saying, Curtis Samuel is like a guarantee in my mind. Yeah. I, that's my off-season prediction that I'm just so sure of mm-hmm. after that group which you know was kind of tier three which is the Sammy Watkins, the T.Y. Hilton A.J. Greens the 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 uh, you know Curtis Samuels you know then it gets kind of you know dark uh, John Ross you know the Bengals who maybe needs a change of scenery but receivers top 10 especially receivers who don't succeed early on tend to find success at least at the level of their draft position you know you've got Willie Sneed, Rashad Perriman, but these are not guys that get you excited. I think uh, Nelson Aguilar, Mohamed Sanu, who's a free agent, uh, Philip Dorsett. There's not a lot out there once you get past the guys that we named in what I would say are the top three tiers. Not guys who really move the needle significantly, right?
1: Yeah, maybe maybe you go a Ross just for speed, but even yeah, there.
2: Ross, right, right, because it, it's it's not going to be expensive.
1: Yeah. And even then you got guys, you probably one year prove it though for him, but even then you, you have know. guys that are, that you're developing anyway. So there's right. it's like, it's no point for those guys.
2: Yeah. If you, I think if you were to sign a John Ross, he's, he's also fighting for his spot, you know, yeah. but he is yeah. a speed threat. Uh, I I took him in Madden and I turned him into a running back. Cause he has a 96 mm-hmm. or 90, 97 speed and he's, he's yeah. been dominant. Now <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do that in the NFL, but um, and now a couple of names that, you know, may talk that, not a, not as free agency veteran names that may be trade options. Um, first of all, Odell Beckham. I think there's a possibility he's traded mm-hmm. because if I'm not mistaken, there'd be no dead cap number or very minimal if he was traded or released. And I doubt they'd release him, but they'd also, if I'm not mistaken, say 15 million if they did trade or release him. Yeah. And I think he's worth what? What would you say, Odell? Odell gets on a uh, on a trade. I mean, to me a third at the highest for a fourth yeah. possibly
1: yeah
2: right i mean you're third. not getting a you're not getting a like a first or a second for him mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. but i think he's a guy who who had a a down year 2 years ago was kind of hurt and then this year just was completely hurt yeah uh 2021 so his cap number is 15 million almost 16 million uh but zero dead cap if you cut him or trade him Mm-hmm. um and that's maybe let me see if that's june first. 1- oh yeah that's yeah so i mean do you I, like i don't see them keeping him at that number when you could get yeah. a get get value for him now
1: yeah and they didn't seem to click and you see how well they did without him
2: right it didn't seem to work and i know people will call him a diva i i know when he was crying that game against josh norman that that was kind of but i think he's a really good player still yeah, I think especially for look. like a third or fourth. What what third or fourth round guy you're going to get that can play at exactly. that level that quickly? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Julio Jones was another name, although it was just recently said that Julio and Matt Ryan are not going to be traded this year, mm-hmm. and makes sense. Now I hope that they also keep that same energy and don't draft a quarterback at four because that could help us exactly. as well. <laughs> yeah. There was another. Uh, there was another uh, trade guy. I, I I can't think of. There was a third one, but. Um, And then Antonio Brown is another guy who will be a free agent, but I also think I could see him staying in Tampa, right? Super Bowl team, you know, with the great quarterback. What reason is there to leave, especially if they want him? So, yeah, I I agree, Tay. I think they'll be in the Tier 2, Tier 3 shopping bin, shopping area. They'll be at, like, not Walmart quite, Mm -hmm. but not exactly like Nordstrom. Or, like, you know, not Gucci but uh like macy's yeah Macy's, yeah. the discount section at macy's <laughs> you can find yeah. some good deals
1: yeah and, and that's yeah you can i think <laughs> i think they'll stick around that Corey davis and that tier two tier three because you, you gotta think about to pay terry tier one so
2: right yeah that's if, if terry i was thinking about this recently if terry has a massive year this year Oh man, watch out! Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be looking at over twenty million a year.
1: I don't think he's that type of guy, but I mean, I think he's like a team guy. We're going f- to find
2: out a team guy for him might still be twenty million a year, <laughs> depending on what other contracts other guys get. <laughs> he was not a first-round pick, so he doesn't have a fifth-year option. So this was his uh, set. He's going into his third year, so next year after that, he would be going into free agency. So maybe a franchise tag for a year and then assign him the next year. Yeah. I would maybe just re-sign him right now. Yeah, get him I while would. you can, right? <laughs> because it's going to get high the better he, he plays. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll look free agency for wide receiver, mainly because they have young guys on the roster. And so I think they'll add a guy in the draft or something, but they need, like, established guys right now. That's why I, I, I'm not big on using the 19th pick. First of all, I don't want to use the 19th pick for anything, but a quarterback, but I'm not big on using it for wide receiver guys can come in now and have success. Absolutely. But we've got a Terry, we've got younger guys. We've got two third round picks. I'm a fan of bringing in a couple somewhat veteran guys, uh, to kind of round out this, this youth that you have. That's where I stand.
1: Yeah, no, and I agree. I agree with that. And I'm okay with that. Uh, you just and, need some, some people that are going to be consistent, you know. and Right, right. And, and, and we need a new punt returner too, so hopefully we could find maybe you can find a guy who can do that as well. Get
2: Brandon Banks back out here. Shh, yeah. And, I mean, they probably have – they have so little money tied up at wide receiver that they could probably afford to, to throw a little more than – like they're, they're way below average on what they're spending at wide receiver because they're not paying any – they're all exactly. like rookies. Exactly. So whatever the average is around the league – you know they have a ways to go before they could hit that. Yeah. So yeah. if they they end up having you know maybe twenty million for the next couple of years in the books at wide receiver, that's that's not crazy. It's not. No, it's not. So I think for me, my my top two right now would be Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. Get a, get a couple of veteran guys, a real veteran guy, and Marvin Jones help with guys like Antonio Gandy, Golden, Kelvin Harmon, um, and Curtis Samuel. I think would just come in and just be a weapon immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go into the offseason, I mean into the season with Terry McLaurin, Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel, Jaden McKissick, uh, uh, um, what's <laughs> Antonio Gibson? Antonio Gibson. You probably Logan. add you Logan Thomas. You've got a uh, you've got guys you know sitting behind them, and then you uh, you maybe add a wide receiver in the draft or running back in the draft. Hopefully a quarterback, or none of this really matters. But then I think you have a group of skill guys who can really be solid. Like they're not. Phenomenal, but they're really they're good, and and right. they won't be a problem or an issue at all. That's my that's my take on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I know this is a different position, but if Hunter Henry, we, you know, they franchised them last year, but I thought we we'll, I doubt did we'll look at them, but and um, in, Hooper.
2: Yes, yeah. That was uh, wait. Hunter Henry is is Chargers. Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I think him. I think you ha, you ha, you have to look at tight end. Maybe they go draft route. I don't know. I mean, there's no really expensive tight end. Hunter Henry would be the most expensive, and he yeah. probably won't be that expensive. Yeah. Janu Smith and Gerald Everett are two other names I'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, who would be cheaper? Uh, even cheaper because Logan Thomas is costing you. Is it? Did he sign two years, twelve million, or two years, six million?
1: Six million, I think it is total. Right. Yeah
2: yeah that that makes sense so i mean you're again you're the reason you you have no no skill position then you're also not paying any skill position so like it's it's a positive and a negative you don't have any because you're not paying any but you're not paying any so you can get some yeah (laughs) so yeah hunter henry johnny smith i think they'll look at at tight end as well in free agency um and then and then also draft third round you know maybe uh Add a guide there. I think you could afford to because they really don't have any tight ends after Logan Thomas.
1: Yeah, I think they'll give uh, Thomas another another year. I think if Thomas ascends upward, yeah, I think, think they're resigning. I think so too.
2: And I still don't think it will be anything crazy. No, maybe right. like
1: eight, six yeah, or seven, yeah, maybe.
2: yeah. I don't think it'll be. It's not going to be a George Kittle,
1: no, Travis I Kelsey mean,
2: type of contract. I don't unless if he had that type of year. But quarterback, <laughs> but, you
1: never know. I mean.
2: With the right quarterback, you never know. <laughs> you do never know.
1: Because you got to um, think. I mean, obviously, he was still developing earlier in the year, but right? Maybe if he had better quarterback play, he might have had a thousand yards.
2: I think he could have. He had what seventy-two receptions, so, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of that came on the on the latter half of the season. Um, yeah, and and I mean, if you could get a tight end that could, you know, Logan definitely improved. If you could get a guy who could win one on one. In certain situations because logan's a solid blocker yeah. a solid receiver he's best at getting open when the scheme gets him open more than oh, getting yeah. himself open
1: absolutely
2: it'd be nice to get a guy who's maybe not as great of a blocker probably because he'll be better at getting himself open it's just understood right yeah. but uh i think that'd be great and if you could find a guy who can block and get himself open then you've got one of the best
1: right
2: and lots of good tight ends contrary to quarterback. Lots of most honestly probably good tight ends come out of the middle rounds. Yeah, the Kittles and the kelseys and the and the Ertz and and so Mm -hmm. forth. uh First round tight ends lately haven't been uh becoming the top guys. Yeah, get good value at that position. But yeah, that's that. I'm I'm Logan. I'm uh I'm Corey Davis. I'm not Corey Davis. I'm Curtis Samuel. Uh, Marvin Jones. I would like a Corey Davis. I'd I'd be cool with that. and I mean, any move they make, I'll be I'll be happy that they made a move. That's yeah. what about what? A, what's your last kind of prediction or or, or preference?
1: Yeah. I, the more I look into it, I, I was I was full Alan Robinson in the beginning, but yeah, uh, I would
2: man, I I'm I would I love Alan Robinson. I think he's very <laughs> good, I, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: No, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I I look at Corey Davis and Curtis Samuel. Uh, you you've kind of sold me on the Curtis Samuel.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, and
1: Please, um, he's a weapon. Corey Davis, I want Corey Davis back. I, I kind of like Corey Davis a lot.
2: He's also um he's he's he I've I've seen a couple of things talking about him as as a hardworking guy, mm-hmm. as a leader type of guy, as a very much like team oriented guy. Yeah, and I mean that never hurts, right? right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious to see what Corey Davis contract ends up being. Because he's coming off of, you know, a big year, but he's not going to command top dollar. Sixty-five catches, nine hundred eighty-four yards, um, and he also had sixty-five catches two years ago. How many touchdowns? Five. Uh, let me see. I think five this year, or, or no, yeah, five this year. Four a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Nineteen was the down year. So, I I feel like his. Mm, I can't see him getting less. I can't see him signing for less than thirteen. Yeah. And I can't see him signing for more than maybe sixteen. Mm-hmm. But teams always, you know, we'll find like there's always a possibility for teams to overpay. Yeah. If you were to get him at thirteen, Curtis Samuel at like nine, mm-hmm. but we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Samuel from eight to ten or eight to eleven is absolutely like his range for me. Yeah. Davis, I'm not so sure. But but yeah, that I think you could. That's that that problem is much more easily fixed than you know quarterback. Right. <laughs> Um, and like I said, if they don't get a quarterback, <laughs> for me, none of this really matters. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll help, but marginally. It won't help enough.
1: Yeah.
2: You don't have Fran. You don't have uh, Super Bowl winning wide receivers. You know, <laughs> like they help, but Randy Moss lost in the Super Bowl with Tom Brady.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, that maybe didn't help my case too much. But that's <laughs> all I've got. That's all I've got. A wide receiver free agency, and just a little break from the quarterback talk.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. That's it.
2: It was good to see the press conference. Probably you won't be hearing much speaking from now on out for a while. Maybe, uh, maybe before or after the draft. Probably after the draft, or maybe after a big free agent signing. But probably yeah. won't hear much for a while. But it's February. We're getting there, Tay. The new league year should be starting. I think March seventeenth.
1: What about the owners' meeting? The
2: I isn't that usually in like April or May?
1: Okay, so let me I know see. typically we heard from Jip, from from Bruce during that time, so I don't know. Yeah, that
2: is, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't know exactly when that is. I'm sure, we, we might hear from him
1: before 3-8. Maybe free March. Free.
2: Yeah, and um and and the key date in February, I I want to say is the 23rd, and let me let me confirm that, because that is when. Um, you franchise. can franchise tag. That's when the window starts, the two week window. And obviously one of the big ones we'll all be watching will be Dak Prescott. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be well, actually I don't know if he'll be tagged. I think he'll be he'll be signed, but yeah. that's the one we'll be watching along with the Galladays and the Godwins and yeah. uh, maybe the shares. Yeah. But yeah, all right. We've got we've got stuff to talk about for now at least. And uh we'll probably hit free agency some along with draft stuff too, right? Because the free agency clock ends end of March, and then you've got a whole nother month of just all draft. So, right. Right. all right, man. Well, that's all I've got. As always, brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen. Try them out; you won't regret it. And thank you for listening. As always, like, subscribe. We probably don't say it enough. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for following us. Thank you for watching everything that we do. We really, really appreciate it. And it's been it's been great. It's been a, it's been a great almost a year now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is Todd. This is stay.
2: We'll talk to you later.
0: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.